Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the Playmakers. Yes, indeed, fancy voice guy. It is time. We are back. Our numero dos. Our number two. It's the Playmakers. I go by the name of Adrian Hernandez. In the studio is Lindsey Brown. Lindsey. How are you? I mean, I love that QL network just as much as the next person, but this is my time. This is our time. To create magic. In such a busy week, the disrespect. Do they not know what's going on in this city? No. No. And they don't even know they're being disrespectful. They don't even know what's happening. Most of us are dealing with a skeleton crew, let's be honest. Yeah, but we're making it work. We are Um, making it work. We're sorry about the little bit of a delay to start our hour here. Things happen. It does. And and what's going to happen on Saturday is our Las Vegas Raiders playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, when you said, Adrian, start the show, when I click this thing, yeah, I was just looking for you to bring us back from break, and then we talk a little bit, then we get in the footiest of footballs, but so, time but is gonna, a little bit off. You're going to say, you're going to say the... the well, that's what that's, we're trying to figure out. We're seeing if I step left, do you go right, or is it you know time what? to spin around? Is it time for a dipsy doodle? But we do know that it is time for our footiest of football segments. Oh, the footiest of footballs! You don't even know that we're on time, that it's happening. It's just that high level. Of an offense. That's just what we do. Maybe it's just we need the rest of the world to be chaos around us for us to be normal. Because I've been having trouble with the English language today. But for some it reason, happens. now I feel hella locked in. And uh, it's it's a good thing because we have big-time playoff matchups to discuss. As you mentioned, Adrian, the Raiders are going to be traveling to Cincinnati, Ohio to face off against the Bengals. And while there are many storylines, many things that need to happen for X to happen, uh, we're going to talk about the most important, the X that marks the spot. Because there are VIPs. There are people that turn the tide, the final Jenga block that makes the tower fall. Uh, For me and the Raiders, if Josh Jacobs isn't running well, is it swimming for yardage? Is going directly to the ground the second he gets through the line? Or, dare I say, being stopped in the backfield? I have a very hard time believing that they're going to win that game against Cincinnati in Cincinnati. And it's because of Josh and the fact that he's the running back. You just have to be a little bit more married to the running game in these moments. And 
weather situations. Yeah, and by the way, just for everybody, um, today he was limited in practice. Uh, that was more, that ain't new. Yeah, that was more precautionary. Yeah, he's, um, he's on the report almost every week. He should point. be good to go, and he's going to have to replicate. Uh, and I believe this game versus the Chargers was his best performance of the season, correct? I think so. Yeah, he's going to need to replicate that again. Um, first off, I, I, I can't wait for this game. Um, I think it's going to be a really, really close matchup. I think five and a half spread is a, is a little rich for me. It's one of those things where when, when you look at the NFC, I think a lot of people are like, we don't want to play the 49ers. And now, flipping to the AFC, people would say the Bengals after their performance against the Chiefs, but this run that the Raiders are on mm-hmm. and the momentum mm-hmm. is undeniable. 100%. And, and as we break down like some of the, the X factors and the things that are going to decide this game, I just want to throw out this stat and... Like, you you tell me what you think. Um, in temperatures of 27 degrees or less, mm-hmm. Derek Carr is 0 for 5. Really? Now, obviously, that is a very, very, very tiny sample size. Right. Well, he doesn't spend games. a lot of time playing in cold weather this time of year. Is that something that, like, you can take to the bank? Uh, I, I think it's something you definitely have to pay attention to. He might have to wear a couple more layers, but we know that he has such an affinity for his biceps that that is unlikely. Um, but Just I, the But to be fair, though, I also know that he's won twice in Cleveland in the last two years. And so I know it's not Cincinnati, but they play outside as well. It can't be that big of a difference in weather. It was bad weather. It wasn't cold last year, but it right. was just And like it's a all about timing. But regardless, uh, I think it, they can get it done. And especially if they are going to be running the ball more, if they're going to be relying more heavily on Josh Jacobs, well, then Derek Carr's ability to throw in the cold and hopefully hit some people in the hands uh, isn't nearly as big of a leverage point. And also, with that said, not only 0-5, but only in one of those games did he score more than 17 points. Um, to yeah, me, that's the underrated thing. It's the fact yeah. that, that there's just not a whole lot of scoring going on. I mean, last week is the anomaly, but as of late, they, they talk about, they're all walk-off wins and they're all low scoring. And so it's, in a way, I think your pick for the X Factor uh, for the Raiders is probably smarter than mine. Who are you picking? For my expected for the Raiders, it has to be Max Crosby. Yeah. Look, this the Bengals to me are very similar to the Chargers, two top tier young quarterbacks. The difference, the Chargers wide receiving core, other than Mike Williams, was not catching mm-hmm. the ball. To me, the Bengals, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, they're gonna catch it. So that to me, that's the difference and Max Crosby needs to take advantage, and they need to play as physical and as crazy as they did versus the Chargers. And is he going to be able to bowl over the line of the Bengals as well as he was the Chargers? Because the guy that he was matched up against, every time they looked, he was getting pancaked, I swear. to, To the Raiders' credit, like the Chargers' offensive line, isn't as bad as the Bengals. The Bengals Correct. have one of the worst. Chargers have an improved offensive line yeah. this year. It's just down the stretch. We were injured and we're tired, and we have this guy in there that was playing for, like, Utah State last year. Who yeah. knows? He and, was scared as hell. And Joe Burrows took it, I believe he's top five in just hits that he's gotten. So yeah. he – and he's, he's used to it, and he can work under pressure. He's been doing it all season. But they need to give him as little time as possible. And I know Darius Fallon, uh, he's on the IR, so he won't play. But that defensive line – in my opinion, won them the game with the Chargers. They're going to need to have that same type of performance 
Your boy, Max Crosby, was insane. He uh, was getting home every time. And so that's why I'm like, is, is the math equation there in Cincinnati where you can have somebody with that big of a green light? Because most lines don't have that consistent of a vein through it, right? It was just the the culmination of the moment. Because at some point you have to look at something different rotationally or or just moving somebody down. But it's just whether or not you have that at their at your disposal, but to your point, since his line isn't as good, but they're certainly playing better in other areas of their game that may take away those equations that the Raiders have been relying on themselves. And a big factor of that in terms of we're talking about X factor statuses for a couple of the games for the wild card slate this week. And we're talking Raiders Cincinnati right now, Joe Burrow uh, has been the hottest guy in the NFL, probably other than Jonathan Taylor. And only one of them's in the playoffs right now. Um, but there was a shift about midway through the season where they were really run heavy to start. And that makes sense as you're seeing how Joe re-implements back in after injury. Mm-hmm. It's only his second year. It's, a, you know, early. And Joe Mixon's season. good. Exactly. Good back. Exactly. But then at some point it flipped. And then they went with a, a more orthodox approach that we would see in the league today, which is you know, 70-30 pass heavy. And Joe Burrow, who's a big body, durable, as you said, he's taken a few hits himself. He has to be able to kind of roll with the punches in the pocket there. If he is given enough time to get clean. It's a wrap. Yep. As the Chiefs. To get clean. That's not say keep him clean. To get clean. There's soft areas on the hockey rink just as there are there is on the, the gridiron. It's sometimes that first wave goes through and everybody's tied up. But then it's, you know, the late blitz linebacker or some safety that stepped up into it, or maybe a a spy lineman because you went with a five front instead of a four. You know, it's you can't give him time to improv and succeed because it's one thing to give him the the opportunity to improv, and it's a whole different thing if it comes to fruition because that stuff is rocket fuel. 100%. And I got more. I do have more stats. Do you? Bring it on down. So we brought up a a Derek Carr statistic. Now for... For Joe Burrow. Circumference? Is that the stat? No, no, not circumference. Too fancy. Too fancy for me. So with Joe Burrow, he's played six important games or the six most important games in his career. This is going to include college and the NFL. We got the game versus Alabama when he was at LSU. Yep. The SEC title game against Georgia. Semifinals with Oklahoma. National championship with Clemson. And then this year, week 16 and 17, must win games against the Ravens and Chiefs. He is 6-0 in those games. He's thrown, blooded. he's thrown for 2,669 passing yards. Nice. That's 444 per game. Jeez. And 27 touchdowns, zero wow. interceptions. In the biggest moments, he not only shows up, he grows up. And He, he makes glows it, up. Facts. He makes it seem like he's playing rookie on Madden. Correct. Like, those statistics to me are crazy and, and another factor Granted, most of those games are played at programs that are very familiar with what it takes to win including workflow including all these things that yeah. might trip up the Bengals because it's been a minute since they've been in the playoffs and it's been even more minutes since they've won one yeah 41 years and so and Burrow being me. an Ohio Proct and, and and very familiar with the narrative that is the lack of playoff success for the Bengals organization that pressure will loom large. And There's, I read an athletic article last night. They went to basically every Bengal player in the last 20, since they last won the playoffs, because apparently there's never been a text message sent that included 
Bengals have won in the playoffs. Yeah. Because it, it hasn't happened since text messages were invented in 1993. It's crazy. And so they were interviewing it. They were, like, saying, well, what does it mean? Did, you, did it feel like a curse? Did it, it? Some people say, well, every year we just – we fell short for a different reason. And some people ultimately say, well, there's a theme, there's a running thread. And it's just, it's a huge moment for this franchise. And they're going to be becoming uh, to this very spot a lot in the very near future. But the first time through, sometimes you don't know what to be afraid of. And you never, or, or you never really have more belief in yourself because you haven't been knocked down yet. And you, you don't shown know what the to expect. To so you're like, exactly. let's take it. And it's crazy. Like, there's two cliches of like, well, this Raiders team is the team of momentum. Yep. Winning all these games to end the season. And then I also believe not only the weather at Cincinnati, but for the Bengals to win the division that was simply just the Steelers and Ravens. They for beat decades, up on each other for, for decades for the Bengals always. to finally crack through. They've made the playoffs a few times. They've never won the division. And those fans to get a home game, like that is going to make as big of a difference as it did this Sunday in Allegiant Stadium. And it's Stadium not against a divisional opponent either. Yeah. For what? Because like, last time they lost, it wasn't that Steelers it game that Steelers got game. super Carson out of hand. Palmer yeah. and his, uh, ACL injury. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're, exactly. And so, in many ways, the Bengals are playing free and clear. And in other ways, they're playing completely tied down by the past and, and all the failures that, that have followed around the, the stripes that are all over their helmet. But... We're going to find out in just a couple of days. Let's move on to a different game here. Let's do the uh, the Cowboys-Eagles. Or not the Cowboys-Eagles. The Cowboys-49ers game. X-Factor status. I couldn't really choose for the for the Cowboys because your bargain bin answer is going to be Dak. Like, for you to win, your quarterback has to play well, especially Does in the Does it mean that you're wrong, though? Right. Could be. Because I think Trayvon Diggs, while... It's not a guarantee that he gets a turnover. If he does, that changes so much. And remember, in order to get those turnovers, he has to take big-time risks. No one has given up more yards in coverage than he has this year. So let's take that with a grain of salt as well. And the fact that everybody will be planning for that too. But that just shows you that if you are causing that big of a game plan shift that I'm anticipating, maybe I'm wrong, uh that you are as big of a factor as it gets. And if they're allow, allowing him to roam around, if they kind of take the take the ropes off a little bit and maybe go a little bit heavier safety-ish looks for him, I think you could absolutely see Jalen Hurts having not a great time. Seriously, like over the middle. The the way that they you get mean, pressure. Jimmy G, Jimmy G. Or Jimmy, Jimmy G. G. I don't know why I keep merging these. The, the Eagles it's a division matchup. rivals they just played last it, week. It, exactly. Um, but Jimmy G loves the short passes. Yeah. They have uh, they have Kittle, but like who else? And so Debo Samuel. There's Debo. Playing his butt there's off. Debo. But ultimately, we always talk about the Lord Jimmy Garoppolo and how nobody believes in his arm strength. Nobody believes in his light, even though it reaches all corners of the earth with his greatness as well as his cheekbones. But uh, right now, it might change throughout the week for me on the Cowboys side at least. I'm gonna go Diggs as the X factor. And for the 49ers, I'll go the Lord Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I like those picks. And, yeah. and what you're saying um, with Diggs is so just their offense or their defense, excuse me, just like Diggs, it's hit or miss mm-hmm. this season. And I'm going to be, and you're talking about the takeaways and the interceptions. Uh, I believe this is the most interceptions, most takeaways that the Cowboys have had 
since 1987. Wow. Uh, they set an NFL record this year, actually. 22 different players on their offense scored touchdowns. With all that being said, though. NFC East. I don't have much faith. Yes. They went 12-5 <laughs> and five this season. Yep. 6-0 and oh against the NFC East. Yep. As you should. That means the rest of the season, they went 6-5. and five. Uh, To end this season, Raiders playoff team, they lost at home. Cardinals. On Thanksgiving. Yes, Cardinals a couple weeks ago in Dallas. Cardinals won. And the Cardinals have been slipping. And so what was the best loss for the Cowboys this season where they put up a hell of a performance? I would assume we'd all say the first game of the season versus the Buccaneers, right? Yeah. Where they oh, almost yeah. won. It was the the most moral of victories. That yeah. wasn't true. And it was like, whoa, Dak's back. Finally, yeah. after the turbulent year, he had to pass the ball. He had 60 attempts. Yeah. That's not feasible. Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry, and I know we're moving he to this He played really well against the Eagles earlier in their earlier matchup this season, too. Yeah, and, the last, and the last matchup. Like, granted, so... Just a, they lost, he had, or he had to pass it 60 times. Their best one was versus New England. He had to throw for over 430 yards. How many Why, attempts? I'm not sure on the attempts, okay. the exact stat line. I know he threw over 430. But have you noticed that neither one of us have brought up Zeke or Tony Pollard? Like, their running yeah. game hasn't shown up. And the one well, thing Dallas you Dallas know, is built on the premise of a two-headed monster. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if you, you can't make yourself just one-dimensional. That's yep. not going to work. Mike Shanahan, that defense. San Francisco's defense, that second half versus the Rams, Matthew Stafford did not have much time. Mm-hmm. You don't give quarterbacks time. They're not going to make good decisions. Joey Bosa was out there looking like the Super Bowl run in 2019. Mm-hmm. And granted, so the Cowboys beat the Eagles. They put up 50 points. But the Eagles were playing with their backups. They knew they had the wild card secured. They couldn't move up with seating. So they were like, let's not get hurt. Yep. The week before that, they beat Washington. They scored 50. But Washington was all on COVID. You weren't playing uh, the Washington football team. And I know they're not that great. But I'm just making these points that, yes, they ended the season on high notes. Back-to-back 50-point games seem good. Right. But you need to show up against these good teams. And they haven't. Yep. Yep. And you're still a Mike McCarthy-led team, ultimately. And Kellen Moore is getting a lot of phone calls and a lot of interest in head coaching positions and in Dan his And Dan Quinn. This is an 100%. important game for that coaching so, staff. all of these rules that might be potentially changing where coaches may or may not be allowed to have conversations until after the season, um, all of that stuff adds up. And so, not to mention the Cowboys themselves dealing with their own recent playoff ineptitude. I mean, your point on the week one loss is very succinct I think because I've never seen Jerry Jones so happy to get to get to lose yeah um but there's always such a grain of salt that I think you need to take when you're talking about the Cowboys because I've never seen it in my lifetime I've never seen it and so you are what you are until you show otherwise in my book and the 49ers have shown that they can stick around that they can get wins against teams that they have no business getting and ultimately as you said they forced Stafford into trying to play a game of catch-up well, keep the score low. Have Jimmy get a get a couple of good passes. Which maybe he run. Did. Yeah, he did. And you don't need to, you don't need a whole lot. Like we think these teams are are impossible to beat. This is probably the most unsure I felt about the playoffs. I don't feel safe if I'm anyone, and I'm including the Buccaneers. I'm including no, because it's just things change and people's motivations change in the postseason. 
Because at the end of the day, some people's careers could end on Saturday and Sunday yeah. and and whatever. And it's it's the ending of career. It's the ending of your of your job, of your lifestyle, of all that. So with that extra pent up emotion on top of the we want to win, like you can see how some teams who are traveling or just completely uh, underdog designated. Maybe they can make some more noise. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger coming out today saying we're just basically going to go out there and have fun and, and enjoy the moment is is the exact mindset that that team needs to have because they have no pressure. They have absolutely nothing to prove because they're not supposed to be here in any way. So you put of a... all of the pressure. You you say we're just we're out here to have fun, and everything else, all that extra energy will go on the Kansas City Chiefs, who themselves have put together a lot of tape this season where. They show they can be taken advantage of. And so we have a couple more days this week to get into the other wild card matchups. We only went through the Raiders and Bengals game and obviously the Cowboys and the 49ers. But the footiest of footballs, man, there are fewer or few weeks that are as packed as this one. On the other side of the break, we are going to get into a little bit more hockey talk. The loopiest of loopholes. How do we get Jack Eichel on the squad and not be super disruptive? Well, we'll talk about it next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Every day when you're walking down the street, everybody that you meet has an original point of view. And I say, hey, hey, what a You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. What a perfect reminder. Arthur theme song. It does not get more childhood mems than it is right here. And it's a great reminder to me because I have yet to wish happy birthday. 
uh, to my grandmother, Grandma Darlene. It's her Darlene. birthday today. It is her birthday. It's also my uh, little brother Trent's birthday today. Happy birthday to Trent, to Grandma. I miss you both, even though I saw you a couple of weeks ago. Uh, hope you are well. And uh, I hope that you're having a, a at least a halfway decent day because sometimes it's just about being here instead of having the best day ever. But right? um, happiest of birthdays to both of them. And happy times for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Nadamakan Sue and really the NFL because they just conduct business differently in sports leagues other than my beloved – well, not beloved. The the league I cover most, the NHL. Because – Navikin Sue apparently yesterday we reworked his deal where he can reach up to a million dollars in incentives just based off of his playoff performances. In the NFL, you can cut people, you can trade people the day after you sign them to a brand new deal. The guaranteed money that Kirk Cousins got a couple years ago. Everybody thought that that was going to start a trend. It has not. Because ultimately, football puts a different price on the people that play it. Three days before their yep. first postseason game, it seems like they took Antonio Brown's money that he could have won and been like, "Hey, maybe since he's not on the team, maybe so we got go. Gronk the the million dollar bonus for for getting all the catches that he needed to." Uh, and so it's not so much a loophole that they took advantage of in that uh, instance, because as I said, that's just kind of how they conduct business in the NHL. But what about like last year? When you had Nikita Kucherov not play the entire regular season and then show up for playoffs and then have over 30 points and help the Tampa Bay Lightning to their second straight cup. Like, that is a loophole. Lindsay, I have questions. Yes. I have friends that are Panther fans. Mm. They were very upset when they had to play them in the uh, playoffs. Yeah. So, let me make I sure. I picked the Panthers, too, to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning oh, in the first round, yeah. so at least your friends. Cats fan. My, I like and that. I can be friends. So, Lindsay, ex- explain first off before you get into the explanation. Let me just set the table and make sure I have this correct. This Kucherov guy, yep, this guy, this dude, didn't play the entire preseason and regular season for the Tampa Bay Lightning. He was healing. So essentially, he was in. The, he was on the IR. Yep, long term IR. And then so that money goes off the books. First, so it not. Not only that, it helps the team because it gives them space to get a player. Correct. And then the se- then the playoffs start, and they can put them back on the roster. Because there's no salary cap in the playoffs. And so that's exactly where that loophole lies. So, like, And it's I- important to note these things because, first of all, we're talking about the uh, NHL in this segment. Second of all, we have a very sizable player and contract uh, a hot second away from – Emerging onto our roster, okay. Jack Eichel, who was on the ice practicing with the Gold Knights in a red jersey, first time ever yesterday. You know how much money he makes? Ten million dollars, highest paid player on the on the team. We're gonna have to move some bodies, and we've known that. McCrimmon said that when he traded for him. We all talked about that before McCrimmon even made the deal for him because ten million dollars doesn't get handed out to very many people in this league. The whole double digit thing. <laughs> was a quote-unquote curse. Nobody had made it to a Stanley Cup final who had made more than $10 million until last year when Carey Price did it as the, as the goaltender of the Montreal Canadiens. But 
there's a number of different ways that you can go about this. You can do straight up, we're going to have to move move a body, like we talk about Riley Smith a lot as a name that is potentially going to be going out because he's on an expiring deal. He's obviously an excellent leader, otherwise he wouldn't have an assistant captaincy. He is a high-level producer, excellent four-checker, $5 million, still in his prime at age of 30, and so he checks a lot of boxes and has a lot of them blank where people like to see him blank. Uh Jonathan Marshall, who's leading the team in points, unlikely to see that he's moved. He's a he's a sizable contract where that would take a big bite. Uh, no movement clauses for Mark Stone for I guess for Carlson and Marshall. So at least they're modified. They'd have to submit lists ahead of time preseason and so or at a certain point in the year. So technically, the Knights could trade them to one of those teams. That's kind of what they did last year with Mark Andre Fleury. Um, I have a question. Yes. Because this man, Eichel, is still injured, mm-hmm. not to get caught down in the moogly boogly, but do they need to make a trade? And like, do they need to do that now, or can they wait until he returns? They can wait till he returns because you don't until he's activated. That yeah. money doesn't go on the books, and then also, uh, unfortunately, fortunately, Alec Martinez is also on the long term IR, and he has a five point two five million dollar contract, and so. Another thing that McCrimmon mentioned when he made the trade, he's like, we might, or for Eichel, and pose the question about how are you going to make this work in the future when everybody's available? Well, not everybody might be available, especially with just how this season has gone for the Golden Knights. Mm -hmm. It's not just the COVID last minute uh, names being snatched off of the game sheet like last night with Shea Theodore and Nolan Patrick and Nicholas Waugh. It's Max Pacioretty getting wrist surgery, and before that he had a broken wrist. And then, you know, Stone's been nursing the lower body, whatever, which I'm sure is hip or hamstring related. And, you know, we had Leonard miss some games. We've had a lot of people miss games. And so we haven't heard any update on Alec Martinez. So if he is not going to be back this year, which is entirely possible considering he took a skate to the face – Um, and and is still healing from that, you might not have to move such a big Jenga block like Riley Smith. Maybe you can piece something a little bit smaller together. Like, I don't know, Matthias Janmark, who's been playing really well these last couple weeks. He's a great member on this team. They picked him up last year on the trade deadline themselves. Uh, Kind of fortuitous that he even re-signed here, but that's just the way things at least worked out. The chips fell where they did. He's at $2 million on an expiring deal, 29 years old. Excellent lower six, can slot in, can can score, uh, can play uh, hard-nosed playoff hockey system. He was in Dallas a couple years ago, so we all know what that uh, entails in terms of that point in the season should they make it that deep. Or I've mentioned uh, Nicholas Waugh, who, who himself has played into a, a very, very good year finding ways to step up and score, not missing nets at the rate that he used to, not making stupid plays at the rate that he used to. He's being put out in situations where responsibility is key when he's when he's available to the team. He signed for the next, just this year, he's at 750 k restricted free agency, so you're trading for negotiating rights. Not as big of a chip, but depending on the team, depending on the deal, and I'm guessing there's going to be a, a few trades involving multiple teams. He might be someone that you can move. And I just have a question out of ignorance. With this domino effect of, hey, we're going to activate Eichel for the salary cap and for the rosters mm-hmm. to make these changes, is this something out of the ordinary where just because of the world that we live in? that The moving of heaven happen- and earth for him? Yeah, and just like 
not only I, I know the, and the lightning, late season. Yeah, and I know yeah. the lightning are dealing with this, and there's a couple teams well, in the league that are dealing with similar situations. When you're pushing for a cup, if you're if you're in that mindset, you're willing to make some pretty big decisions. So so that's gonna eliminate a, a lot of people. But when it comes to the talents like Kucherov, like Jack Eichel, when you're their ringer, game breaker, con Smythe, MVP type of players, especially on the man advantage where the Golden Knights struggle so mightily, and a right-handed shot. It makes a, a whole lot of sense because they, he is technically that valuable in terms of the check boxes as a hockey player, and then just in terms of what he brings as, as a specific skill set, his shot, the angles in which he's willing to shoot it from. They're gonna have to work on his overall game, obviously, but this is an environment that fosters uh, two-way play, leadership in the locker room, not just on the the players that have the the letters on their jersey. Um, and and it's going to be a rough go because it's not just moving people to make sure the salary matches up. It's also to make sure you're not taking too much away from this team. And the chemistry. And that, exactly. And making sure that it works out positionally too because at the end of the day, William Carlson technically could be traded, but then also why are we letting go of a center? Why are we letting a go of a center that can win faceoffs at the rate that he does, that, that plays a good two-way game? Like He doesn't score like Jack, like Jack Eichel does. That's why we brought Jack Eichel in. But if you take Carlson away, Jack Eichel doesn't do what William Carlson does to the full effect either. And so, and like you said, there's team chemistry as well. The biggest pieces that get you cl- to the closest number with Eichel are on that misfit line. But again, with the no modified no movement clauses with Marcheseau and uh, with with uh, Carlson, it makes it really hard for them to move. And so it really is on Riley Smith because he's the one that makes the most dollar amount. Well, five mil, right? Yep. And had like I said, expiring deal. Leadership has been in playoffs, especially here, but previously before he got to the Golden Knights. But then you're breaking up the misfit line, and that's the only OG line we have. And granted, that day will come. There will be a day where not one original misfit is on this team any longer. But for how well they've played this year and how heavily they've had to rely on that line, I mean, Carlson missed a, missed a good chunk with a broken foot for a while, but, but Smitty has been out there this pretty much this whole time. And while he's not scoring at the clip that we saw a couple of years ago, they're not the same team as they were. The responsibilities are, are completely different. And and he's had to be one of those carrier type players when a couple months ago they had basically the entire Henderson Silver Knights roster up here. It was it was ridiculous between COVID and, and all of the injuries. And then just the lower six. I mean, maybe you look at a defenseman, maybe you say, Hey, Shea Theodore, we might have to move you. Five five point two million dollars. I mean, he's he was supposed to he's your defenseman of the future and also the current and if you take him out well I don't think we do that if we don't know if Alec Martinez is coming back because if we're doing that then what we're gonna have Braden McNabb be our our next best man up between Alex Petrangelo what is it we're gonna have Petrangelo play 40 minutes a night we can't we can't do that and so uh, it's it's a really tough question do you agree with this decision to make this trade because like there's a lot of trepidation of like well that moment has passed Adrian at the time at the time I said no, but I'm not the one making the decisions. And I can understand why they're making the decision that they did because they have yet to achieve the goal that was set upon them after year one when they had all of that uh, unprecedented success. Bill Foley said to William Carlson after signing him to the big-ass deal that he currently plays on at $5.9 million signed through at least 26, 2027. 
at least two or three cups. We have, we have yet to make another final sense. And so the pressure is there to succeed in this town now because if we don't do everything in our power to make sure this roster works, what was the point of trading for Mark Stone? What was the point of trading for Max Pacioretty? What was the point of letting Flower go? What was the point of letting Nate Schmidt go? Like, you've made all of these moves with the intention of being a championship-winning roster. When given the choice of... Does Jack Eichel bring you that? Does Jack Eichel get you closer to that goal or not? It's always a yes. It's just how much do you have to take away from yourself to get there? And at the point in time, because they waited till it was right, it worked. And I'm sorry for revisionist history because this trade happened. But in in the comparison, this kind of seems to me like uh, an OBJ trade to Cleveland situation where OBJ was hurt. Yep. Talented. Yep. Coming back, we don't know how he's going to be coming from that injury. Yep. But he has the ability to be a playmaker. Uniquely pedestalized, too. Same. So this is similar, very similar similar ilk. Very similar ilk, but and and a trade package sizable, more sizable than OBJ. I would go like Herschel Walker trade, but I know that that's basically the the comparison stick for every bad trade ever. So I don't want to put it like directly next to it. But in terms of like the King's ransom that was necessary to send to him or send to Buffalo in exchange. Absolutely valid. And if it works out, if they win the cup, it's worth it. It's worth mortgaging your future. You already traded Nick Suzuki for Max Pacioretty in addition to other things. So you not only traded your assets, but your future. They did the same thing with Peyton Krebs, sending him to Buffalo for, for Jack Eichel here. They did the same thing by by sending Cody Glass to to Nashville because not so much that he was an answer here. It's just that we knew that he wasn't going to be, so we had to clear out that pipeline and find somebody else that maybe could fill that stead. So Nolan Patrick, let's see what you can do. But um, this team really hasn't had a chance to gel, and maybe that's actually better a better thing because when Eichel gets back in here or gets in here, it's going to be that certain way for a while as long as he's here. So maybe the, the chaos br- bodes well for the settling later on. Unsure. Un- Hopefully. Sure. It would be a good time if they actually were able to get it done. I would be, look very smart and very, very psychic-like if it were so oh, to happen. All right. We have one more segment before we send you out into the abyss. Stalled for time. All about those stitches. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. Straight vibes on the Playmakers. Just closing out your afternoon with something for your mind, something for your time, something for your visceral reactions. Because we all have those, whether they're a trigger to a memory or just something that makes us feel squeamish because we don't like it there's no explanation why you don't really need one because sometimes things just happen and it gets gnarly and sometimes even the non-snitches get stitches adrian this is true yeah i uh the the hockey community is uniquely familiar with stitching i've actually never had to get stitches as a result from playing hockey which i feel fortunate for but i did have my teeth go go through my lower lip in preschool and had to get those stitched you up pulled one the time. mick foley uh, yeah, sure uh i remember whoever that is that oh. i was given i was re- reaching and looking down into like a drawer mm-hmm. and i don't know why my face was so close to the to the, like the actual drawer but it got slammed my bottom teeth went through my lip 
and swelling was really bad. So I was given a popsicle to kind of help me calm down. I just, I remember seeing my, in the mirror and I had it and I just, the juice was like going through the, the two the little juice. holes. And I remember there, I was players, at the urgent juice. care. They're like holding me down to stitch me up. I'm sure that was a treat for my for my mother, grandmother to watch. I'm sure they both came because usually when I had my my big time catastrophic injuries, be that the teeth through the lip or getting my finger caught in a door hinge at, at my best friend Haley's birthday party. Oh, Haley and her Novocaine doors. shots weren't always on hand, but uh, the parental support certainly was. But. Have you ever gotten stitches? Well, first off, I want to just my son shout out to Sire uh, who's listening. Another day to roll with Sire, baby. Yeah, I'm about to go take him to Summerlin Emergency Hospital here in a second to get stitched up. He needs to get stitches oh. again after getting his first pair of stitches about a month ago. Um, I have a question for you before we get into my first stitches. As a hockey person, um, does it make you upset? In my personal opinion, like yes, hockey, you guys are tough as nails. And you're crazy and all that stuff. When it comes to professional sports, no athlete looks cooler with stitches than an NBA or a WNBA player on the court with stitches. Why? Is that true or not? I, Do you I, disagree? I think everybody looks badass with a with a couple of leakers. But you, but like in football and in baseball and in hockey, I don't you know. Guys usually have the in basketball, have the they have, they wear the masks to help protect the the lacerations. Which I I honestly commend them. If there was something directly like. On my face, helmets on top of your head, not yeah. on your face. Yeah, no, true. Different, very different. Sensory wise, very different for someone like me who keeps track of those things. I don't know how they do that, but uh, Devin Booker last year, yeah, Steve Nash, early two thousands, yeah, they looked badass. Yeah, they do look bad, but as I said, scars in general, they're great storytellers. So my my first stitch is. Uh, let's go back to let's go back to three year old Adrian. Uh-huh. Um, the, the classic story: of the entertainment system just running in the living room and tripped and tripped slid and right in, right above my right eye. The cool thing is, is you didn't know Mick Foley. He was a professional wrestler. He got thrown off a cage by the Undertaker. I was going to say Nick Foles and uh, Bill Foley had a grandkid. What? No, no, no. Mick the legend. But so being a wrestling fan, like I always, I took it as a badge of honor. Uh, in fact, after just some of the chaos and the pain and the hurt as we were on the way to the hospital. I believe I started to try to take some of the blood and like put it on my chest. To uh, you gotta, like, you gotta ble- yeah. yeah. It's like making your first uh, kill. If you're a hunter, you gotta, we gotta blood you. Right. Yeah. No, it was just, yeah. like, just my first, my first, I beat the Dude, rock. It was it, my first WWE match. That's awesome. You're, you're trying to literally mark yourself when my, the tip of my finger was literally like hanging off. Cause it was just by a shred of skin that was held mm. on. Mm. I remember being in the car and granted, my grandmother was a nurse, and just our family's just very medically uh, driven. And so I was just curious. I'm like, I just want to see my bone. Can I just look at it? She's like, no, you're going to lose the top of it. I remember my mom, no, no, do not take your finger out of the bandages that they had given me at, like, Discovery Zone. Like, could you imagine some teenager working <laughs> uh, uh, an overhyped Chuck E. Cheese, and then my ass walks in with, look at my finger, half of it's gone. Help me. They gave me a really big teddy bear, though. You were born to play hockey hell yeah with wanting to be like yeah, except i chose pain. the position that usually do, has the least amount of physical altercation so within the hockey i'd rather be hit with a puck than a person fact true but like it, within hockey like are the goalies quote-unquote soft 
You shut that mouth when you're talking to me. Okay. Don't you I even bring that energy in here. I didn't call you here. soft. I uh, don't. No, but you insinuated. That's within... the most offensive. What A goalie would be soft. We literally stand I, I in front know. of rubber discs moving at hundreds of miles an hour. We say, you know what, people? You guys are wearing all those pads and whacking at each other. We're going to stand in front of the thing you're whacking each other for. And yeah. we're just going to be alone the whole time. And we'll take all the blame. All alone. the blame. Alone. 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 You, you have a lot Island. of padding. Yeah, on the left I didn't realize leg, inanimate objects right talked. Leg, I wish they did. The chest. Explain a lot of things to the people that are probably watching. The cool the mask. Satellites, I'm sure. The cool mask. Yeah, I got, got two of them. I got per- Daenerys Targaryen, or what did you call her yesterday? Daenerys T- Targaryen or something <laughs> like that? Targaryen. Who cares? Oh my she, God. she died then the show. Yeah, it's um, the worst. So, I'm so I didn't mean to offend you with, no. with your goldiness. It's okay. I, I will keep score. Remember, I have a photographic memory, so this will be in there forever. Okay, it's okay. fine, though. Well, listen. Uh, please don't give me more stitches as we close this out. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. You're you're already going to go be going there for two for one. Do you know how many you're going to have to get sired tonight? Ooh, it's it's a deep cut. Where? It, luckily, it's in under his jaw. Under his chin. He re he reopened the same uh, situation. Uh, that's the worst. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, luckily he's used to it. Um, the so bleeding, the we'll, stitches, we'll the rough housing. If I come in tomorrow with not a lot of sleep, just know I'm a good father, Lindsay. Yeah. Hey, even if you did get the full night, all of the th- you're you're there. You're showing up. That's all you can do. And that's what we do each and every weekday, three to five. It is almost five o'clock, so we gotta go. But bet MGM tonight is on the other side of the break. Thank you to Adrian. Thank you to all you listeners. We'll be back with the sports tomorrow afternoon. The Playmakers. Bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.